Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of the Dispatches podcast. Today, we're here to announce a new OTA scholarship program, which is being launched in honor of a truly amazing man. Mike Ham, former vice president at Omnitrax and Shock Communications, passed away earlier this year after a courageous battle with illness. The scholarship, which will be named the Omnitrax Mike Ham Memorial Scholarship, is provincial, but we chose the Canadian Trucking Alliance podcast to help spread the word because Mike's reach and influence wasn't contained in just one province. He has friends all across the country and was so well respected and loved everywhere, so we decided that a national announcement would do him justice. With me today to discuss the scholarship and Mike's impact on the industry are three of his close friends. Scott Smith, president of J.D. Smith and chairman of the OTA Educational Foundation, Dan Eimwachter, chairman of Challenger Motor Freight, and Norm Snade, who up until his retirement a couple months ago was VP of Business Development at Bison Transport, but today he can give himself pretty much any title he wants. Norm, I know you've had to move uh, heaven and earth to uh, clear your agenda to be with us today, so thank you very much. Well, it, it's a pleasure for me to join you. I have a very busy schedule as I've been two months in retirement, so squeezing this in was a bit of a challenge, but happy to be here. What do you think, Dan? Do you, do you buy any of that? <laughs> well, I, I've been with Norm long enough. It's just a continuation of the BS that comes out of him. That's good, Norm. Norm, have you at least improved your golf game a little bit during this time? <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? My game is as bad as it's ever been. But thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> what do you think, Scott? Think of taking it easy on him? As long as it keeps the focus off my golf game, I'm happy to talk about Norm. <laughs> okay, let's get down to what we're here to discuss. Scott, this is um, a pretty momentous occasion. Can you tell us... Uh, about the scholarship, how the idea came to pass, and uh, effectively how it'll work. Yeah, and I, um, I'm thank you, Marco, and and uh, I'm pleased to and honored to participate in in this podcast and and uh, the launching of uh, this scholarship. Um, just a, a brief background in that the the OTA Education Foundation has been around for quite a long time now, uh, and historically raised money and gave out bursaries to uh, students or children of, of uh, people within the, uh, the trucking industry in Ontario. Uh, and probably 20 years ago, uh, we decided to launch named scholarships that were fully funded up front and would uh, be able to be uh, uh, given in perpetuity. And uh, um, that's worked out quite well for us uh, and uh, some are named after companies, some are specific to a program um, in honor of, of, of an individual. So when Omnitrax understood uh, the loss uh, that was, that was uh, felt when, when Mike passed uh, prematurely uh, and, and were very anxious to find a way uh, honor Mike and his contribution to the industry and I don't remember the exact mechanics but certainly uh, a name scholarship was put forth as, a, as an idea uh, they liked it very much and um, you know it does require uh, a significant uh, a reasonably significant uh, uh, contribution and, and fundraising and Omnitrax was wonderful uh, in the, the uh, contribution they made towards this and uh, including the gentlemen that uh, are here today, um, 
some of his uh, close friends, and he has a lot of them, or had a lot of them, um, uh, helped us uh, get it over the top and get get the initial established scholarship going. From what I hear, it didn't take very long for it to catch fire. I think it took about 10 minutes and three <laughs> phone calls. Uh, and um, Well, it's a testament to how respected and how loved the man was. I mean, for people, to, I mean, they didn't think twice. No. And, and there's a lot of people, as I say, who I'm happy to say I, I was a friend of Mike's. Um, you know, when, when you look at the depth of his relationships with, with customers and people in the industry that, you know, you can't even say were customers. They're just uh, relationships that he had with people like Norm and Dan um, were, were, went well beyond business and, and uh, showed the level of respect for, for Mike as an individual. So quickly, how, 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 how will the scholarship work? Well, we now have our, our uh, base funding uh, to be able to provide uh, an annual uh, award in Mike's name, hopefully uh, forever. Uh, and the only, uh, the only thing that's not settled on yet, because we know how, how popular Mike was in the industry, uh, is that um, you know we will continue to uh, accept funds in building, which therefore builds a bigger scholarship award every year. Um, and we wanted part of this this podcast was, as you say, his breadth and, and connection across the country was was immense. And we actually felt that if some people in other parts of the country didn't know that they could contribute in his name and memory, uh, that they might be uh, a little offended. So this is a, a great way to, to hopefully build an even better scholarship. So we're not putting a ceiling on it? Nope. Norm, you were one of his closest friends. Your families are friends. How do you think, um, first of all, what do you think of the program and what do you think his family would think of this? Well, I, I can tell you that I've, I've spoken with Julie and, and the kids over this and, and they are thrilled that this is happening. Um, this aligns well with, with everything that, that Mike thought of. Uh, he, uh, he, he wanted to give back to the, to the industry. Uh, he was a, a big supporter of the industry. And, and to have the ability now to give back uh, after his passing is, is very important to him. The other thing is that he was a big fan of young people and that next generation of, of individuals coming coming into the business. He uh, he met with a lot of young people. He was a, a coach and a mentor. Um, he he would come to our office at, at Bison and uh, he would he would talk to young people and and find out a little bit about them. And then he would he would tell them what a great industry. Uh, they were they were uh, starting their career in. They, the other thing is he's big on education. I mean, uh, Julie spent her career in in uh, in the educational system. His three boys all have their degrees or in the process of finishing up their degrees. He uh, he he really pushed the educational aspect. Uh, uh, within young people, and to have have a scholarship uh, in his name that would allow other people, to, other young people, to 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 seek a, a post secondary education, and uh, with him being a contributor is is most meaningful uh, to the family. It's perfect. 
I mean, that's a good segue. Dan, you know, I think it's fitting because this award gives back and it provides someone who is deserving of taking a, a leap in life with some assistance. Uh, and Mike was so generous with his time, uh, with his money, um, and uh, he was a great mentor to people. And an educational scholarship makes so much sense, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. He was, he was both a professional in his business life and he was a, a close friend to people in, in people's personal lives. And to Norm's comment, uh, he took pride in young kids and wanted to see people become professional and advanced and talked about the joy of the industry. Uh, this, to me, is just embodies who he was. It shows respect for him for what, he, for what he's done across the country. Although this is an OTA initiative, he has so many people that uh, would call him friends across the country, lives that he's touched in a positive way. And this is one small way to continue on with him touching lives, uh, although he's not here. He's creating this way for their lives to be touched and hopefully be improved because of um, his, his, who he was and the direction he was in. Amazing. Guys, we can even, uh, this is a question I wanted to ask and we don't have to talk about it. I can just cut it out if, if it's an issue. Um, one thing I've been thinking about is, yeah. One thing I've been thinking about is Mike passed away during COVID and, you know, anybody who had to face, any family had to face that during this time with social distancing, you know, it's a challenge. Um, can you talk about that, Norm, and just sort of the effect that that may have had? Well, in, in the case of Mike, Mike had hundreds of friends and, and associates and, and people that weren't able to, to join in on his celebration of life or his farewell, however you want to, to describe it. Because you could have potentially hundreds or thousands of people. A absolutely. I mean, and, and you know, the, the funeral, I think, was limited to, to under, under 50 people at the time. It wasn't, it certainly wasn't the send-off the family would have wanted uh, or expected uh, in light of, of Mike and his popularity. So, I mean, it's unfortunate that it happened at that time. I mean, there was a, there was a tribute to, to Mike done uh, virtually uh, on, on a Saturday evening where everybody uh, tipped a glass and uh, uh, toasted Mike virtually and uh, the family got, the family received uh, copies of, of, the, of the toast. So there were, I, I don't know how many were on that, but there would have been uh, many, many people that would have been involved in that. So. It's unfortunate that COVID uh, had an effect on on the the farewell. Dan, I would say it was kind of a it definitely was a weird experience because we were actually restricted to 30 people at his funeral that day, and later that day, uh, Ontario restricted gatherings down to 10. So there was that brief window where they could uh, we could have 30 people. And Norm and I were both pallbearers, and it was obviously a somber event seeing a close and personal friend die like that. And it wasn't the celebration of life that we had all would have hoped for for him, for the great life he lived and you know, the great ways he enriched and enhanced other people's lives. So yeah, it was different. And maybe there will be, or I'm hoping there will be, uh, you know, once COVID passes, uh, a gathering, a personal gathering where people can embrace and laugh and talk about 
the contributions and uh, and be proud of uh, the fact that they can say, hey, I knew him. He was a friend. He, he influenced my life. Here's what he did for my company. I can tell you what he did for Challenger. He, he was always pushing my people to become more professional, look at things in a different way, grasp the newest and best uh, way to uh, uh, do their tasks, to try and save us money, do things faster, quicker, better. Uh, and you know what? It's, uh, so if we can celebrate his life for those things going forward with the, with the foundation's uh, scholarship, I'm happy. Well, at the very least, there's some poetic justice in in the scholarship, in the sense that his name will will live on, right? It, with, yeah. In the industry. Three. Oh, I was golfing with uh, Cujo Curtis Joseph last week, and uh, Cujo and, and Mike were extremely good friends. In fact, Mike was Curtis's uh, best man at a second at a second marriage about five six years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, so we obviously not only played golf. Cujo beat, beat me, by the way, but uh, we tipped more than one in celebration of Mike's life and had some good laughs throughout the game, talking about the influence he's had on us and other people. It was a you know nice warming event to talk to Curtis and just you know to think again about your friend because once somebody dies, you you know you go on with your life and sometimes you 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 know you may forget a few things and then boy when we were sitting back and reminiscing it just. You know, almost brought a tear. Just think about her, buddy. Wow, guys, tell me, uh, Norman Dan, tell me your best Mike Ham story somewhere in the Disney to PG thirteen range for storytelling. Well, uh, well. I can't tell you the stuff. <laughs> Other than uh, he was, uh, he he was always he was always laughing. He was serious and wanted he was serious and wanted things to be done the right way. But he had a bit of a uh, sort of a devilish little smirk, and uh, he didn't suffer fools very well. He expected people to be professional. Um, so maybe some of the comments that uh, you would expect to get out of somebody when things people were not doing what they should around you. I'll just leave it at that. Well, I, I spoke earlier about Mike being a, being a coach and a mentor for young people. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't treat some of us older folks the same way, and I can remember golfing with, with Mike. And Mike, for people that know Mike, Mike was a solid golfer. He, he played the game very, very well, very competitive, uh, but he was a very good golfer. And I can remember teeing off one day, and and my my tee shot ends up in the in the bush and i look back at mike hoping for some advice and i said what 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 did i do wrong there and he said you know what you did wrong 10 years ago i told you to give up the game because you're awful and you didn't so he was uh, he was uh, you always had a lot of fun with mike on, on, on never, the on the, dull moment. on the flip side norm you, you you used to tell a story how he was absolutely useless as a handyman and would have to call you to for the so simplest I, of tasks i i was his handyman i was an extension of the family when a light bulb needed to be screwed in i got the call and mike was just as much as i may have been awful at golf or am awful at golf uh, Mike was awful when it came to any home repairs. In fact, when you asked Mike 
to pass to pass the hammer to you. If you didn't describe the hammer, you don't know what tool you were going to get. <laughs> well, it reminds me of an old joke. Uh, how many VPs of business development does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, Mark. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm retired. <laughs> Scott, as current chair of the Canadian Trucking Alliance and uh, chair of the Education Foundation, you've seen up close just how important having a strong alliance of allied trades members, what we call Team Canada now, and that network is for the viability of the alliance and its effectiveness. Without people like Mike, and Mike specifically, we just simply wouldn't exist, would we? No, and, and uh, you know, our, our allied trades are important in, in the role of Team Canada. They're important uh, for uh, being engaged and, and sharing uh, information and, and, and their experiences with us. I think when I look at Team Canada, it requires two things. And it requires a, a corporate culture and a company that, that uh, wants to support and, and be part of that. But the second part is it requires a driver within the company, uh, I think, who will participate and is passionate and wants to lead and pushes his own company to be part of it and and Mike epitomized that in terms of his engagement in terms of his participation his ideas uh, and and thankfully um, you know companies like Omnitrax uh, followed the advice of, 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 of passionate senior people like Mike so no uh, CTA has and, and the great work it does uh, would have one hand tied behind their back if it wasn't for the support and and, and the uh, um, the participation of, of our Team Canada member. Yeah, and Scott and Omnitrax was instrumental in, in making this into a reality, weren't they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was, uh, as I said earlier, it was their push wanting to recognize Mike and they stepped up in a big way to do that. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it shows their their own corporate culture and their commitment to their people and, and uh, I think that got people like Norm and, and Dan excited to, to, to get it over the finish line but this would definitely not have happened without Omnitrack's uh, commitment and, and, and interest in doing it. It, it. it also shows the respect that they had for Mike as, as a leader in their business and as a leader in our industry which, which is nice to see. Absolutely. So before we uh, close off here, I think you know this. It's it's somewhat poetic this this uh, uh, award and who it's named after, um, because education and leadership and mentorship and just being grateful and thankful is everything uh, Mike personified. Uh, Marco, can I just say to, to the comment about Omnitrax really helping drive the bus? Uh, I saw firsthand how they treated Mike during his. Uh, multiple bouts of the illness and his extended periods of being sick, they were truly exceptional. How the, they were gentlemen uh, and how they took care of him. And then, then when he was alive and they did all the right things and then they're being truly exceptional now by helping drive the bus on the scholarship. So I don't want to lose sight of this and they really did, uh, need some great recognition. 
Um, amazing. Any last, actually not last words, because we'll be talking about Mike forever, but any uh, final words on this well, podcast? I, I would just like to add, any, anybody that has spent time with Mike, whenever he has success, whether he hits that special shot on the golf course or something, uh, something happens in his life that is successful, uh, it could be a single event or whatever, uh, he would yell out, yeah, baby. And I can tell you right now that he's looking down at this, and those are the exact words coming out of his mouth. Yeah, baby. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And please, please look into this program and the Omnitrax Mike Ham Memorial Scholarship. It's for a great cause, and it couldn't have been named after a better man. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Norm. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Danny. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you.